0: Hey everybody, it's Sadie Hawkins Pod reporting to you from Spring Break 2003. Yeah, party, woo! We got lots lined up for this very special Spring Break Sadie Hawkins Pod. Hells yeah! But first, welcome our musical guest, Dave Matthews Band. Oh no, everybody's booing. everybody welcome back as you can hear we really are reporting from spring break 2003 we hope all you crazy college kids out there are having a great time it's 2003 we want to remind everybody everyone that it's you know it's 2003 so there's no problem with big groups of people coming together on a beach in 2003
1: i don't know why you're saying that why would that be
0: weird Well, I don't know, I'm just saying, if any- Whoa, look over there, it's Usher. (laughs) Hey, Usher. He just gave me a wink and a smile. Sweet. (laughs) So, yeah, here we are. It's kind of noisy out here. It is. Here, hold on. Let's... I got this soundproof curtain.
1: They put put the booth up in, like, the most inopportune spot.
0: I know, it's awful. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just step in here. Step in here. Okay. I'm gonna close the door. Ah, there we go. We're in our mobile podcast recording unit obviously it's 2003 so we're way ahead of the game with podcasts yes yeah
1: i don't think anyone's listening
0: not yet not yet We have to
1: like shelve this for i'm not good at math maybe like something like years
0: maybe something like 17 years probably wow yeah we'll hold on to it you know i mean i don't know if everyone out there realizes this this podcast was designed to come out in the year 2019 and all our podcasts up to this point, they've all been recorded in 2003. We recorded them a real long time ago when you're hearing this. Is this a little too much? It's a little too much. <laughs> Maybe we backtrack a little. This is a little Okay, too much. welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. How's everyone doing? We're talking about college kids today. If all that first opening patter confused you, don't worry about it. <laughs> just <laughs> just don't worry about it. I'm leaving it all in. I don't care what you say. Oh, no.
1: Danny, what yeah. were you doing in 2003? Oh. <sighs>
0: It got me turn the tables you turn the tables i on did me. uh i feel like the last time you turned the tables on me with that though it was 2003 as well <laughs> i feel like this is the second time um
1: i remember what i was doing in 2003. what were you though? doing in 2003 I was in
0: high school i was graduated from high school
1: I know you were. You you were college age. Were you taking college courses yet?
0: I was. And I guess we were going to talk about that when we get into college kids. But yeah, I was taking college courses, but not the college that I went to where I got my degree and where I met you. I was taking other college courses somewhere else. He
1: was taking calligraphy and (laughs) making (laughs) making a fake fake degree. degree.
0: (laughs) Which, by the way, spoiler warnings to anyone out there for the movie Parasite. (laughs) This is the most minor of spoilers, <laughs> but it just occurred to me.
1: Does that take place in
0: 2003? No. No. Oh. Parasite's a movie that's best seen if you, haven't, if you don't know anything about it. So this is the only thing I'll say about the movie Parasite. You don't know. I'm not going to spoil anything about the characters, the situation, or the plot. But there's literally someone makes a fake college degree in the, in the course of the movie. You'll see why it fits into the plot. Nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just realized that. I'm like... We should, we should make a little music, we should make a little music, a fan music video from Parasite. Because <laughs> this song had so many fan music videos.
1: I just realized I've made a fake degree, or at least I've signed one. There oh. was this short that I produced last year that the uh, the, one of the other producers and the director and myself all got to sign and I got to be the dean. And then they made fun <laughs> of me because my signature is awful.
0: I know your signature, sign I it. know your signature, and it's so funny to think of it on a really official document, like, hanging <laughs> in a doctor's office. I will never be a dean, yeah. That's so funny. Um, I could be a doctor.
1: I have that awful, I have awful penmanship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have good penmanship. You have nice penmanship. <laughs> You're sweet. Um, so we do have new uh, one, one new voicemail? Yeah, one new voicemail.
1: Nice.
0: I believe this is from Gates Furnessi again, who called last week. Nice. Uh, and he's following up with some stuff. And it looks like, you know what, I, I got to mention in the outgoing message that there's a three-minute time limit. Cause whenever oh, no. I Because whenever I see that three-minute time bar, I'm uh-oh. like, uh-oh, they got cut off. Yeah. <laughs> so let's play this.
2: Hello. For Nessie Gates from Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, As for... My experience with Reliant K. Um, I had this girl I had a crush on in high school, and she kind of no longer had a crush on me, and sort of told her friend about me, um, this homosexual guy named Danny, and um, he was really, really into Reliant K.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's an odd detail, but that's fine. No, no full names. That's so uh, that's good. There's no full names.
1: Did you used to be a homosexual in Pennsylvania? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you asked where I was in 2003. You didn't ask where I was in 2002.
2: And I, at one point, like, I don't know, either I borrowed a whole stack of Reliant K CDs from him or he borrowed them from me. I think some of them were burned. This is pretty early on in the career of Reliant K. If so there to be a whole stack of CDs in their name, I don't know if I'm really remembering it right. But I was also wondering, like, at the time, um, why is this like gay person into a Christian band, like, aren't Christians against that kind of stuff? I'm not so sure if I was very religious back then, that was uh transition for me in that regard as well. Um but I also asked other friends that I introduced Reliant like K to and he immediately called them Reliant Gay. Because he doesn't pronounce things very well. When we watch Seinfeld, he pronounces it "sign field."
1: <laughs> From now on, we're calling them Reliant K.
0: Reliant K. Reliant K. Reliant K. They're always right next to Real Big Fish on my CD shelf or mm. in my old iPod, so that makes sense.
2: Um, uh, I've always called them Reliant K. Uh, at one point, I thought maybe the the meant the name meant like. Uh, they're called Reliant because they rely on God, but, you know, I'm a pretty good speller. I, I think Reliant is spelled with an A, not an E. Uh, I'm not so sure whether you've gone over the meaning of the name of the band. Um, I don't listen to your podcast that closely. Uh, I, I, I listen to it in really, really fast speed. I have a like, three times speed. <laughs> Pro
1: tip: If you're not listening (laughs) to us on three times speed, you should be. Yeah, (laughs) it's the only way to get through one of our podcasts.
0: Do we need to talk much slower now for the three-speed people? (laughs) Alvin, Alvin, (laughs) Simon, Alvin.
1: Man, three times speed. Sometimes Danny listens to podcasts on... um
0: Two times speed. Two times speed. Yeah, when I... This is my fourth week in a row mentioning it, but it <laughs> keeps coming up on its own. When we played that local wave clip of Matt Hoops, I had saved it to my phone in a screen grab, and it was in times two speed, and Jessica's like, oh, slow it down. I'm like, I can't. It's a video of the screen. <laughs> So I just lost the place in the voicemail, Uh-oh. but you won't know that through the magic of editing.
1: Also, it reminds me of the whole MXPX mix picks thing that oh, Danny's yeah. talked about before with the whole name, not knowing, not being 100% sure of right. the name of the band.
0: That's true, because when I discovered MXPX, it was at a Christian bookstore when my mom was like, look, you can keep your CDs, <laughs> you can keep your, you can keep your worldly CDs Minus a couple of them, like Nine Inch Nails and, and uh, you know, Adam Sandler. She's like, those are the two evilest ones. Like, you can't have those. But she's like, you can keep he your Green Day. He says this
1: sitting across from me wearing a Green Day Dookie shirt. I am
0: wearing a Green I was just mentioning Green Day. She's like, you can keep your Green Day and your Weezer and your Nirvana, your Nirvana and your Foo Fighters. But can you just get some, like, other Christian bands that sound like them, too? So she takes me to the Christian book store and I tell the Christian bookstore lady what I'm into, and she's like, oh, then you'll like Mixed Picks.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Good for a while, stuff. I thought they were called Mixed Picks, but not for long because they mentioned their own name in the Teenage Politics album, and I'm like, oh, that lady just didn't know.
2: Um, anyway, uh, but I'd be interested to know uh, what the – I think in your K-Car episode, you kind of went over it, at least with a K, but I don't know about the word Reliant. Um. No. uh as for my neighbor, I had a neighbor who was in all sorts of Christian bands, um, except for Creed. Uh, one time, I think I went out there waiting for the bus, and I asked him, like, "Oh, we're like, hey, have you heard of that?" He's like, "Like, heard of it."
0: I don't know the guy, but I'm assuming that's a really good impression. <laughs>
1: actually your friend johnny calling up and like <laughs> no. pretending to be somebody else
0: <laughs> that'd be good there's though. some
1: johnny vibes going on here
0: yeah <laughs> yeah uh gates is gates fornessy or Furnessi. i'm confused now what's his first and last name but his sense of humor seems to be very similar to johnny's yeah
2: we talked about the first track from uh the one cd <laughs> it's like kickoff um hope you're not sick of her, like, okay, and all the songs we play. And, uh, I thought it was pretty funny how they're like, then you want to throw our CD away because I would never do that. Oh,
0: well, at least it didn't cut off mid word. At least he oh, finished a sentence. Yeah. That's where it cut off. That was a three minute mark. So yeah, I got to mention there's a three minute time limit. Cause I don't mind if people want to leave a long message, call up twice, I'll edit it together or whatever, yeah. you know, Uh, But yeah, thank you. So yeah, I guess I think we talked about in a previous episode. But I think the reason is because they wanted to call themselves Reliant K like the car. And I just assume they spelled it wrong for to avoid copyright to avoid.
1: Yeah, because I think we market
0: confusion. I
1: think we might have discussed this in our 17 magazine episode because we talked about how 17 is just in the song, they put the, the right. numbers in the title, and they the magazine itself spells it out. chapstick and
0: chap lips. Yeah. They spelled chapstick with a space, whereas it doesn't have a space, right? Uh, yeah. One or the other. doesn't matter. <laughs> but then the band Cutless, chapstick's
1: actually a brand. It's not
0: just... It's right. lip balm. Right. And the band Cutlass, also a Christian band, also named after a car, right. spells their name wrong compared to how you spell the name of the car. So I think it's just they wanted to be called Reliant K, but Reliant K is probably like a trademarked, copywritten, whatever. I think it's trademarked. It's a trademarked name. And in a trademark move, Reliant K was like, well, if we spell it differently, then we're good. Because not only can you like not necessarily use the name of something else if it exists, because there's certain I know a little bit about this. I don't know a ton about this. Like if I want to open if I want to open Daniels Pizza, but there's already a Daniels automotive store in town. They can't really stop me because we're not the same we're not the same industry, right. But if I want to open Daniel's pizza and there's a Daniels seafood down the road, then I can be stopped, right? Now, I think, however, when you get into like flat out calling your thing a thing, <laughs> like we're the band relying K, and here's the car relying K, then it gets confusing. then there's like a thing like the market confusion that you can stop where if 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 Chrysler, Wanted, it's Chrysler, right? If they want whatever. Plymouth. Plymouth, I sorry. think it's owned, they're owned by Chrysler. Yeah. I could be wrong. If they wanted to sue the band and Goatee Records and stuff, they could say, look, I know we're a car company and you're a rock band, but when people look at your CD, if it's spelled correctly, they'd be like, oh, is this band endorsed by Plymouth? Right. I'll listen to it. And then they find out it's not. It's like, it's market, you know. We
1: did take entertainment law in college. We did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I sometimes watch like law videos on YouTube he just does. out of interest, but not really. Like I'm never, I'm, I'm not going to school. For, I've never been to school for it or anything.
1: Apologies oh. if ooh, you can. Sorry, ooh. Yeah. Apologies if you can hear me. I'm. I have a lozenge in right now. because yes. My my voice is a little off tonight.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> has nothing to do with anything else that anyone might be afraid of. Nope. It's just she's lost her voice. There's been a lot of yelling and screaming at me recently (laughs) when you're trapped in the same apartment for multiple days. Oh, no,
1: don't start that rumor. (laughs) No, it's actually been really nice having Danny around all the time. (laughs) Oh,
0: sure. (laughs) So uh, that's the voicemail. And then, oh, I also want to mention that... Oh, we, luckily we still have the self-titled here on the table, but you can see my socks. Who look? Here's the fat. Here's the thing. David Ketch is our intern. because mm-hmm. he like gets stats for us when we need it? But you can see my socks is like our research intern. Yeah, <laughs> specifically because <laughs> he'll send us information that we've asked about. He said this about K car, but I think it might be true of every song that's also on the demo. 'Cause Staples is on the demo, yep. Okay. So I'm just double checking this as I'm saying it, I'm looking at the booklet. Steven Cushman is credited as a writer on K Car, even though it's on the demo before Stephen Cushman joined the band.
1: Yeah, interesting. And that's
0: and like I just said, that's the same for every song that went from All Work and No Play to the self titled. Every song is credited to the whole band. This is really funny because like in future records, if it's just Matt Tyson who wrote the song, we know. But this yeah. is like this is like the Ramones mm-hmm. kind of famously their first record or their first couple records. It was like this philosophy, like we're just credited as the Ramones. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to know what songs are which Ramones wrote them. But then it seems like when a band comes start comes out and starts with that philosophy, they eventually lose it because they're like, F this.
1: You know who didn't lose that? The Residents.
0: Oh, they don't? I don't remember. I don't remember. We watched the documentary together.
1: No, because you don't actually know who any of the residents oh, are until after oh, you're some saying, of them pass oh, they away. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They I, followed that
1: yeah. same philosophy. They did
0: follow that philosophy all the way because they're an anonymous band. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I thought I got confused and was like, they don't follow. The, no. Sorry. Band um, art collective. Right. Etc. Right. But yeah. So future episodes. So future episodes. Future albums credit <laughs> just Tyson when it's just Tison, and then other writers and it's other writers. There's one of the Ramones documentaries, there's like a, I think it's a special feature. I don't think it's in the documentary, where they're just sitting there with Tommy, listing off the songs that are on, like, the group cred- credited albums, just telling him what songs he's like, just trying to get it who wrote right. them. The interview, the documentary people are just trying to find out, and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, that one's probably Dee. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's probably Johnny. Or, mm. no, or was it Johnny, Tommy? I don't remember who was interviewed and in. whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> College kids. College kids. (laughs) So we're talking college kids this week.
1: This is one of those songs that has a perfect seamless transition into the next song. It has that little extra bit at the end that goes right into trademark. It could like be the trademark intro, but it's at the end of college kids.
0: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure isn't it just like it's the song and then before the song cuts it actually starts rewinding, right? That's what they do. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. That that's how it goes. I'm pretty sure, like, the songs they, they're sustaining a, a note or a chord, and it's but before and it's going off, but before the song cuts off, they actually rewound the track, and then Smash cut into trademark. Yeah, don't you love you like this song? This is the song you're always quoting to me and referencing and parodying (laughs) the lyrics and yeah remixing in your head and stuff. Yep,
1: this was definitely uh like a teen me jam,
0: (laughs) especially because this song was only like three years old. No, it was only two years old when you and me met in college, yeah, so it was still a relatively new song. Real quick, here's the uh, it took me, I was vamping. Let me get to the end. (laughs) Hold on. So listen. I think the idea is. Oh there, yeah, they that, sort of
1: like rewind that reverb.
0: Yeah, and that's then cool. they cut it. Right. I don't think I
1: ever really realized that. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know why? I think I think I always kind of knew that. That's what they did. They rewound that last ringing of the chord but how i really kind of figured out it out was as i said there are a million fan music videos to this song and a lot of them decided to take advantage of that thing at the end so as like someone's walking off at the end of the video or standing there they'll rewind a couple of frames as the songs rewound to match it because everyone loves to do as literal as possible music videos so um, you're
1: you're playing. I'm distracted a little bit because you're playing with a vampire Pez dispenser over yeah. there. That's not very Christianly of you, dan You'd make your your poor mother cry if That's she right. knew.
0: Did we mention that on <laughs> the we, Halloween episode? I think we did. I want. Don't take that away from me. <laughs>
1: so much fiddling.
0: <laughs> well, you can go back and listen to our Halloween episode and find out, or I'll just remind everyone now. One year, I told my Christian mother that I wanted to be a vampire. For Halloween. And she made me the costume and then she cried. She was like, my boy is possessed by the Satan. Because he's turned to the dark side of, of the vampires. Like, it's not like I was into like, it's not, I wasn't into like heavy vampire mythology. I just wanted to be a vampire in the most cartoony, like, you know, late night Saturday movie way. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't reading real horrific Vampire no, stuff. Anne rice for you. Yeah, no, Anne rice or anything. You
1: weren't playing um, vampire the masquerade.
0: No, I wasn't playing anything like that.
1: You weren't like you weren't like your favorite actor and actress, uh, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton, wearing each other's blood around their yeah. necks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, no. Your mom had nothing to worry about. Danny has like a, uh, a blood phobia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no, Let poor little Danny dress up like like Dracula if he wants. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been could, an adorable vampire. He's got you've got that like wavy dark hair.
0: I could be a vampire for Christ. <laughs> Is that a thing?
1: I like that, Vampires for Christ. I'm going to go start a Facebook group called (laughs) Vampires for Christ if there's not one already
0: out there. Hey, it took Christian society, (coughs) excuse me, it took Christian society, you know, a couple years to uh, embrace the idea of Christian punk and Christian metal. Just take a little bit longer to embrace Christian vampires.
1: Isn't, uh, Isn't Stephanie Meyer a Christian who wrote the Twilight series?
0: Oh, I don't have no idea. She is. Okay. I think is she, like, thing. Latter-day Saints or something? I think
1: she might be, like, yeah, Mormon or one of those.
0: Well, anyway, <laughs> college <laughs> How kids. How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, this song's fun and all. It, obviously, I've always thought it's funny that this is kind of, this is maybe one of their more Blink-182 sounding songs, tone-wise. Just that guitar. Just that guitar has a very Tom DeLonge-esque, like, simple thing. And then you have the comparison the fact that there's this song and there's going away to college by blink 182
1: I will say the bass tabs for this are very simple I picked up my bass the other day when mm-hmm. you, I found out so we were saying doing this song and I for Mark started office. yeah yeah <laughs> and I started playing along to this and I was so excited cuz I'm like yay yeah. and I was wrong I thought that it was Sadie Hawkins dance I mentioned, mentioned that in um our bonus episode that I thought I was having trouble playing but that wasn't it it was a different song it was one of the songs we covered a couple weeks ago that i pulled the bass tabs up on and was like whoa there's a lot going on here
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of reaching that i'm yeah. not i'm not ready for yet
0: yeah i just like sometimes there are like songs that are like cousin or sister songs or brother songs to other bands so i always had this so in my mind there was always this song and going away to college by blink 22 and then another Blink, and I'm sure I can get other bands that aren't Blink 182 to think of it, that I can think of this. But one uh, other one I think of is Josie by Blink 182, mm-hmm. and Wantad by MXPX, because those are both songs where they basically list off the qualities of an imaginary girl that they want, like right. not an actual girl. Both both songwriters admit like it's not about an actual girl that exists, and fans would ask them who's the girl in Wantad or Josie, and it's like it's not a real girl. It's just me listing off what I want.
1: I feel like there's a Hawk Nelson song that's also kind of like a, a cousin <laughs> sort of spiritual sequel-esque song to this. Not right. sequel, but you know what I mean. Like in a what, similar vein. Guess? Yeah, not the theme, but more the sound. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, it was so as you feel like it's a real anthem to college life. That's the other thing. Oh is man. Like, <laughs> is like just comparing it to um, "Going Away to College" by Blink-182, which is hard for me not to do because those have always been together in my head forever. Going Away to College is really like a romance or like a... a it's, it's like a song about a relationship. And it happens to have the backdrop of one of them is going away to college. I've analyzed... Not go- anyone
1: in Blink-182, though.
0: No, they never did go to college. Yeah. The other thing is, Going Away to College is confirmed fiction. Mark Hoppus wrote it after watching... Um, <laughs> R.E.T.U. clock went <laughs> off again. We haven't turned it down. After watching Can't Hardly Wait... But he oh, never went okay. to college. Matt Teason did go to college. Yes, and it actually is about his ex- kind of his experience going to college. I college- think, and
1: I could be wrong. I think he he hoops and Pittman went to the same college. It was like a local college. I could be wrong, and I don't know if any of them ever went back later because I think I don't I don't think that they finished. But I, like I said, I could be wrong. I, could, right. I was trying to look it up again for this. This is something that I saw in like an article months ago. And then I was trying to look it up again. And I couldn't find the info uh-huh. in prep for this episode.
0: Okay. Well, my point was, yeah, going away to college is confirmed fiction. But it's really about a relationship. It's It focuses on how he's feeling going away to college and leaving his girlfriend behind. There's just what happens to be one line in college kids. College Kids, the Reliant K song, is an all-encompassing, like... Pashish of the whole college experience yes. that's kind of makes it more of a fun song yeah overall like i think they're both great songs
1: although Musically, i, I did. But lyrically
0: college kids is kind of like kind of like ah here's all the things it's almost like yeah. a, it's almost like a i was gonna say seinfeld but scene field it's almost whatever it was whatever <laughs> our yeah. voicemail said it's like a scene field bit it's like here's all the things about college it's like a stand-up routine Right. That's what college kids, the song college because It's like it's like here's a bunch of stuff you know from college,
1: and it's definitely not a love letter to college. And right. that's something that I for sure embraced during some of my earlier time in college before I met Danny and before we got into sort of our our, um, our classes that went over what we were there to learn when right. we were sort of in those core classes. I was struggling a little bit and I would just like drive around and like sing, shout th- this song about <laughs> how I'm like, it's not for me. Call it torture, call it university. This is torture. I just want to be learning filmmaking. Why do I have to learn all this other stuff? Who needs math?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Another oh, and as as we so we're sort of touching on this lyric anyway, but there's the one lyric where he says, um, my girlfriend's at another school, I know this year we will test her I, I coughed called out
1: I called found out she had three other boyfriends last l- semester. semester,
0: so that line for many years, I pictured in my mind Katie Hudson because oh. I didn't had no idea that they broke up because because as we talked about when we talked about uh the what was it the song i confirmed the one i'm waiting for and we talked about the one i'm waiting for and that song's confirmed about katie perry and i talked about how because i was like fan friends with the band in the early 2000s i met katie hudson katie perry and had no idea who she was didn't even know in the context of the christian record industry who she was it's just that's Matt Thiessen's girlfriend and she seems really cool. And I met her and I like, talked to her just like I talked to the rest of the band. And then I never knew they broke up as far as I knew they were still together. Even when Katy Perry started appearing in like MTV and stuff, I didn't know that was her. I didn't connect it. It took years to connect it. It wasn't until like 2011 or 2012 that we actually, 2011 or 2012, we actually figured it out. So I was like, oh, for years I'd been picturing her even though obviously this must not work out time wise way anyway, yeah, I because don't think it does. they went to college years before, right? But that's my point. Is she was the only girlfriend relationship I was ever, and I didn't. I don't care about. I don't care about any of my <laughs> band's significant others, who they're with, who they're dating. I don't right? need to know any of that. It's just so about if the I music out, man. If I find and even like my friends and like people I've met, like if it's like Schrodinger's relationship. Like until you open you, you 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 I meet a couple you put them in a box and until you and I don't know if they're broken up or still together until you open up that box. Did you get that at all, Schrodinger's cat? No, it's kind of a sad thing. It's about it's a it's a mental experiment about a possibly dead cat, but there's no actual dead cat. No, I'm good. It's like if you put a cat in a box, you don't know if it's dead or alive in there until you open the box, and I it'll get that. always be alive. Until you confirm one or the other, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah. So that's how relation. That's how people last in my head. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's my point. Sorry,
1: I didn't take philosophy in college. <laughs> that's okay.
0: I don't know if it's maybe it's a philosophy thing. I'm not sure. I think it's also psychology science- or yeah, whatever. I think it's also kind of like a science. Med- I don't know enough about this, but it's probably. Like I know a about Pavlov's thing, dog though. That's one. That's science. That's definitely science.
1: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite subject in college? Call us up, 40295 Sadie. <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking me.
0: <laughs> so we barely talked about, I feel like we barely talked about the song, but my experience with college, as i hinted at before, was I graduated high school in 2001, pre-9-11, like the the spring before 9-11. Jessica would obviously be in high school for a couple more years.
1: Actually, I was in middle school when you graduated from high school. <laughs> He's just staring at me like... <laughs> Comfortably,
0: <laughs> we've already talked about this so many times. You were 18 when I met you, yeah, and I was 23. I don't remember, whatever. It wasn't in it, wasn't in
1: it, it wasn't not was inappropriate,
0: not too inappropriate. In, not too inappropriate. <laughs> it's not inappropriate now. Boys mature a
1: lot more slowly than girls do, so. Going up just a little bit is just fine once you're 18. It's right. totally all good. Whatevs. Works out better that way. What else?
0: <laughs> anyway, we met in college. We went in the same freshman year of college, so that's all that matters. It is. We were basically, we were mentally the same age.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um,. So what else were we saying? What was I even saying before you totally derailed whatever, Sorry. whatever I was talking about? College kids. College kids. So, um,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I don't know if you're going to talk about the lyrics or not, but I was like, I don't even need the lyrics open. I know all the lyrics. Like, this is one of those songs.
0: Right. So then go ahead. I got them up. Start reading them to me. See, oh, no. See how good you are. <laughs>
1: Someone please save us us college kids. Right. (laughs) What my parents told me is what I did. Uh Uh-huh. They said go to school and be a college kid.
0: Are those the words they put it in? But in the end, I question why I did. Do you think his parents were actually like, hey, go be a college kid? kid. (laughs) No, they were like, hey, go to college. (laughs) Yeah. um we can ex- we can go look- to college you
1: need a degree for everything nowadays yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're done with college Make up a bunch of copies of your resume and go door to door, shake hands, start asking. Yeah. (laughs) That's not how people hire ever. Nope. Nope. Not Not anymore. Not even barely in 2003. Yeah. That was definitely a thing.
1: My parents were like, oh, just print out your resume and you know. Hit every store in the mall. Hit every store in the mall. And I'm like, until you can get a job in film, just hit every store in the mall and go get a job. And i like, I was like, okay, I don't, that's not how it works. There's this thing called the internet. And And they want
0: you to apply there. And I
1: was like, all right, fine. So I did it just to humor them and Every single place I went to was like, go online. We have a website. Like, we're not, we, we don't, what are we going to do with your resume?
0: <laughs> I bet you in their minds, they were like, well, everyone may go to the internet to apply for that store now, but if you show up in person right. with a paper resume, that'll show you've got a real go get attitude.
1: Some places even have like a, a business card that has the like actual website yeah. on it where it's like, you know www.glamourshots.com slash jobs <laughs> or whatever. That was a place that I went to. <laughs> it's funny, you and I actually share two alma maters. Oh. The school, oh, yeah. the school where we met, and then where you got your accounting degree. That's right. Because I did when I was in high school. I did uh, something called dual enrollment, mm-hmm. where for your the second half of your junior year and then all your senior year, you can take college courses. And that's something oh, that my I did. Smarty pants.
0: She always <laughs> lords that over me. I
1: do not.
0: <laughs> so you're asking where I went in 2003. When I was between, no, because I was like, I didn't, when I graduated high school, I most, and we've talked about how I almost basically almost didn't graduate high school. I kind of graduated by the skin of my teeth over the summer of senior year. Um, everyone told me I'm a very bright guy, but it was just a really bad senior year. So when I was done, I was like, well, I had a horrible senior year in my personal life. Like, I'm not really searching for colleges. So I just worked at Barnes & Noble for a while. And then eventually I went to a community college. And that community college was so, it's funny because it was Middlesex Community College in Massachusetts. And like when I started going, I was now like a year or two out of high school. But so many kids there, even though they were only like a year younger than me or whatever, they all were still seemed like high schoolers to me. Like I'd only been in the quote unquote real world for one year. Right. But so many people, so many of the kids there who were probably my age, they were like, it's community college, it's commuter school. There's no dorms. But they would be there and they'd be there all day. like they'd bring their video game, they'd bring like their their based off the year, like their GameCube with like a fighting game and they'd be playing it in the common area. I'm like, this is so weird because they're, these kids are acting like this is a real college. Wait,
1: GameCubes had portable editions?
0: No, they just brought a GameCube. Oh. GameCubes are real small. They're like no bigger than a bread box. To hook
1: up to a TV Yeah, the hook there? up to the, t- oh, the TV. And the,
0: there was like a common room. Oh, okay. It's, it is weird because they, there's so many people were there acting like it was a real school. And I'm like, I go to work. <laughs> and then I Ouch, come here. Ouch, Danny. Yeah.
1: Danny. <laughs> Sorry community, to middle com- sex
0: community com- college. Com- community college is a real college. I know. It's a real degree at the end. They don't just make you make one in calligraphy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's not like a dorm college. It's not like people were acting like they lived there. Right. And I'm like, don't you just drive here and park and then go to your class and then leave and then go to Wendy's or something?
1: Yeah, but maybe they lived like an hour away and they had another class later that day and they didn't want to drive all the way home.
0: Well, I guess that's true.
1: College kids.
0: (laughs) College kids. (laughs) So let's talk about college kids more.
1: What's Danny? Do you have a favorite college memory?
0: Uh meeting you.
1: It that was mine.
0: <laughs> Did you think I really wasn't going to say meeting you?
1: I didn't know. I thought maybe you'd at least think a little longer on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why would I?
1: Well, I'm glad that we uh, we agree.
0: Yeah. Do I have any other favorite? Co- What's my second favorite college memory?
1: I didn't think that far ahead when Uh, I asked the question. (laughs) We made a lot of really good friends. Yes. Yeah, friends that we still talk to today.
0: Yep. We made lots of inside jokes, which is what our generation called memes. (laughs) We had a lot of inside memes.
1: Cool story, bro. You should tell it at parties.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's one of them. That's, yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that was definitely a thing said back in the day.
0: <laughs> Remember when we were in college, there was that very, very short window of a, of a fad to wear two baseball hats on top of each other? Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I the s- double like pop collar thing came back for like a hot second. Right. Yeah.
0: I saw Relying K a couple times during college as well. Yeah. That's when I saw the Panic with a K tour.
1: Oh,
3: yeah. You know what I've never
0: talked about? This actually works perfectly. So I've said before how... I I, I know I sound like a dick every time I keep repeating this. But I was like fan friends with Reliant K when they would still come out and talk to you.
1: You mentioned it earlier in this
0: episode. I know. (laughs) And it sounds like I'm humble bragging. But I'm not. I'm just setting up the story. He's
1: not doing it to you. He's doing it to me. He's like, oh, I hung out with Reliant K.
0: I don't have many like particular memories left of conversations or things that happened. And I think to myself, sometimes people are like, this guy's bragging, but anyone could. And I realize in hindsight, they made, and I've said this before, they made me feel special as a fan. They made me and my friends feel special as fans, but they were like a ministry at the time, big time. And like, that's kind of what you do as a ministry is you fellowship with people and you talk to them and you thank them for coming. And then you remember their names so if you come back through town again you kind of remember so you know at the same time they were incredibly nice guys and it was just really cool and i was friends with lots of like other local and smaller bands and things like this were similar it was just, they were just the biggest band i was like fan friends with whatever they're making me feel <laughs> stupid and guilty which is awful because here. this next story <laughs> i don't have many of these stories i haven't told left but this one if you don't like Care or believe me about you know hanging out with Reliant K when they come through, you're really gonna think this one's BS. <laughs> this one <laughs> sounds ridiculous, but I mentioned previously how the last time I had a conversation with a member of Reliant K was 2005 Warp Tour. We talked about hoops. The last time I communicated directly with a member of Reliant K was right after I moved to Florida for college. The Panic with a K tour. Came through the Orlando Hard Rock with MXPX and Reliant K. So I'm like, oh, I definitely got to go to that show. And luckily, I didn't have any classes then. So I go, and Matt Teeson sees me in the crowd, and I'm like, second, I'm like in the second row, and he kind of like double takes. He's like, oh, you know, and it's, and I have something else to add to this in a second. <laughs> he sees me, and he's like, kind of double takes, and he's like, oh, okay, and I recognize that person. Like, oh, and it maybe took him a second to realize who I was. And in between songs or something, he looks at me and he mouths, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "And I, I'm like, school." <laughs> but the music's too loud. I'm a college kid. So I'm now. a college kid. I didn't think I didn't think of it that way. And he's like, "Okay." And, he, and then he like, and then he's like, he nods at me, and I'm like, I'm like cool." <laughs> and I still thought that night, like, "Oh, Kaye's probably gonna walk around." No, because by then they were like kind of too big right. to like necessarily just be hanging out at the yeah, merch table. Yeah, it was out, so. And I didn't really understand that at the time. Aww. So I didn't actually see them. I did see Mike Herrera later that night walking around City Walk, Universal City Walk, but I didn't see any of the members of Reliant K that mm-hmm. night. But that's the last time I communicated in real per- in, in person with a member of Reliant K. Now, as I mentioned that story, I'm reminded of a very recent, of a, like in the last couple episodes of the Mike Herrera podcast, I don't remember who Mike Carrera was talking to. I think it might have been the guy from Authority Zero. It was. The lead singer of Authority Zero. Mike Carrera was interviewing him. And they were talking about... Because Mike Carrera didn't remember the first time he met the lead singer of Authority Zero. The first time Authority Zero opened for them years ago. And he's like, oh, you know, sorry. And the guy from Authority Zero is like, no, it's totally cool. I understand because I have memories. I don't... You know, people you know that i'm supposed to remember and i don't remember and they're kind of like talking about that about being a band and like talking to people all over the country and remembering some of them and not remembering other ones that expected to remember them (laughs) and then he's and then he says and then one of them says i don't remember which one says this is like and isn't like the the weirdest thing when like a guy that you know is in a certain city suddenly shows up at a completely different city (laughs) and then you're thrown for a loop because you're like wait which guy is this? Because he's not in the city I expected. Or am I in the city? I thought I wasn't. Funny. And when they said that, I thought of this thing. Because <laughs> he probably... Because he definitely... Matt Teezen was used to seeing me at every show in New England. And this is the first and only time I saw him directly. And he recognized me at a show outside of New England. So that probably did throw him for a loop. <laughs> and that was college for me. That's my, number <laughs> one, that's my number two favorite college memory other than meeting you. Aww.
1: What about when you skipped class? I think we mentioned this last week when you skipped class to go to uh, the Reliant K show. So we
0: were in a film school. We had like class schedules that were not traditional. Right. Right. And they also had. And so most colleges don't take make a perfect attendance thing. Right. But because these were sort of more accelerated courses that could be at any time of the day, 24 hours a day. Or you could have a class.
1: And it was also year-round schooling. Yeah. They kind of wanted to get you prepared for, like, set life and the fact that, you know, you would be filming it. You can do overnight shoots and things right. like that. Right, and they wouldn't and watch.
0: And they were, like, trying to teach you, like, don't not show up for a gig, basically. Right. So they were teaching, taking their classes, like... Don't not sh- don't just not show up for a gig. You got to show up for your gigs.
1: And they would actually rent the studio, their personal studio space, out to other like local productions and stuff. Right. So you kind of had to work around that schedule as yeah.
0: well. Point is, unlike many other colleges, they had a perfect attendance award you could get. And I think we mentioned this last week. Did we? Yeah, I don't remember. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in our special. O- no, it was in our bonus episode. I think we mentioned it. Whatever. Point is, <laughs> I was on my way to possibly getting. The, the perfect attendance award, but then we had this one class that was such BS nonsense. The teacher was so stupid. Wait, are you thinking of us t- discussing it with our friend John the other day? Oh,
1: no. Maybe that's, that's what that's I'm what thinking
0: what of. We, yeah, we were hanging out with our friend John, who we met at this school who lives here in LA now, and we were talking about this memory. So I was in this one class where the teacher was just such a weirdo in the worst way. Not weirdo in a fun way where it's like, oh, oh this is hilarious because they're kind of strange. Sorry if saying weirdo seems ableist, but they were just a very strange person. And it was like, this class is literally nothing. This class is air. This class is pointless. And Reliant K was playing at Cornerstone, Florida. And I was like, first of all, I wanted to go to Cornerstone, Florida, because there were other bands I wanted to see that day. Like Project 86 was there. Family Force 5 was there. Relying K was headlining. I'm like I'm not missing the day. I'm not, I, and I've never I never got to go to the actual cornerstone and so I'm like I'm going to Cornerstone Florida and I went.
1: Sorry, I thought I heard <laughs> I keep thinking I'm hearing like a crow or something
0: and I'm like I heard some sort of sound too but Yeah, you and I'm have like, super it's hearing cuz you're wearing... <laughs> What's
1: going on?
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: apologies for interrupting.
0: Yeah. Anyway, point is I purposely Threw away my chance of getting a perfect attendance award at our college by going to see Reliant K. You're so punk. Yeah, no, Family Force Five wasn't at the day that I skipped because you. No, came because to I me went the with other you. day. Yeah, David Crowder 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 was there that day. Yeah. Who else? Well, who else was there the day that I went by myself? Who cares? Oh, ro- ro- Rocket <laughs> Summer was there
1: the day we went together. Right. Rocket Summer, Family Force 5, I can't think of any. So, you weren't there for Project
0: 86. I wouldn't have made you Mm -mm. sit through Project 86.
1: (laughs) I was going to get perfect attendance, and then I got mono and fell asleep in my car on a break. Not from Danny. (laughs) I got mono, fell asleep in my car on a break, and my roommate was supposed to come and wake me up when it was time for class to start. She didn't. So, I was 10 minutes late, and that discredited my perfect attendance.
0: Yeah, BS.
1: I'm not. I'm not better about it at all. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> I'm so confused. I feel like we totally had this conversation on the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, I think we had it with our friend in real life. Do you think all of life is just one big podcast?
1: I mean, isn't it though, Danny? When you really stop and that's think about it, that's what Shakespeare
0: said. He said, "All the world is a podcast." He did. <laughs> so. I don't have, like, a ton to say about the music in the song. It's just a cool pop rock, pop punk song.
1: It's fun. It's fun. It's peppy. It's, like, the worst way to probably describe (laughs) something. But it's it's just, like, a fun song. It's relatable, especially to our generation and generations going forward of the, like, you have to go to college, you know,
0: mentality. Yeah, should we talk about that? Should we talk about college debt? And we, is, that, is that the topics we want to get into? No. And
1: No. <laughs> um, I have a deep dive.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> I have... Do so you want to read some genius notes real quick before we oh, you do your deep yes, dive? Oh, yes. Let's do it. So, of someone, please save us, us college kids.
1: Oh.
0: oh, boy. This contributor, whose name I do not see, says, Speaking on behalf of all college kids, Matt just wants help. Perhaps he wishes for help with his grades, or maybe he wants to be done with school altogether. Oh, you know another another. They,
1: they address this later in the song, where he's like, yeah. "My uh, my my dad knows the dean. I'm just gonna call him up. Maybe he can help me out." It's time to call my father.
0: It's yeah. his alma mater. I just realized another punk song. Good grades song... aren't what they seem. <laughs> no, they aren't. <laughs> another punk song about college, but not going to college, doing time by uh, MXPX. Because oh. he's like, I'm done. I did my time. I'm going on tour. I'm not going to college. It's also Money Tree, same theme, never going to be your Money Tree. Right on. Yep. They don't play that song anymore. <laughs> it had a music video and everything, and they don't really acknowledge that song happened. Due in time, they do. That's like a hit. So of the line, what my parents told me is what I did. Now, I don't know if you have a hard time wrapping your head around that lyric.
1: I mean, it's really confusing. But this right.
0: contributor says his parents wanted him to attend school, so he did. He's living out the, <laughs> the dreams of his parents even though he doesn't share those dreams with them. Wow, this is like one of those increasingly verbose memes. You know, where like (laughs) something starts out as a sentence like, hello to you, sir. And then the next one is like, good day to you, the person that I see here. And and why am I explaining memes? And then it just gets more and more lengthy and wordy.
1: This is kind of like when I... I post a picture on Instagram and I'm like, oh, Danny, help me caption this. What should the caption for this be? And then Danny's like, this is a photo of my <laughs> husband and I and our dog, April. We are having a lovely day here in California. Los Angeles, California, that is. That's one of
0: my favorite inside memes.
1: <laughs> and he does it every single time.
0: <laughs> one more green annotation. There's a bunch more, but I'll just read this one. Of the line, I'll take calligraphy and then I'll make a fake degree. Calligraphy. The visual art <laughs> pertaining to writing. Tyson <laughs> wants to forge a document saying that he completed college. Uh, Stephen W. says in response to that, Ironically, one of the classes Steve Jobs actually attended in college before completely dropping out of was a calligraphy class. That's
1: not ironic.
0: And look where he ended up. No, it's not ironic. It's coincidental. Thank you. That is... It's like rain on your wedding day. Yeah, that's barely... <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Because everyone, this is the problem. It's like, yeah. The problem is everyone says ironically when what they mean is coincidentally. This is not even a coincidence. So there's a Christian rock song from 2003 that mentions how he wants to take calligraphy class. Is it a coincidence that someone took calligraphy? I don't care if it's Steve Jobs or not. You don't understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I
1: understand what you're saying. I'm just laughing at the, like, Billion the fire behind your eyes. Billions
0: of people take calligraphy classes whether or yeah. not Matt Thiessen wrote that line. Yeah. The fact that one of those billions of people is famous is in no way coincidental, much less ironic.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks, Stephen W. from four years ago. <laughs> College kids.
1: <laughs> Was that it?
0: Do you want me to go through a couple more? Like, I, mean-
1: I don't know. I, I feel like I finally understand when I sit across the table from you every week, and I'm like, so I have another review, Danny. Right, and you're and I'm like, you want to hear it, and you're like, I don't know, Jessica. I don't know. That's how I feel right now. Like, do I want to hear more genius annotations? No, but maybe. Just morbid curiosity, I guess.
0: I'll skip back and I'll say something else. I forgot to mention when I said that this song sounds one of the most Blink One Eighty Two adjacent. Mm-hmm. It really all stems from that final, like sort of bell sound. That I don't know if it's actually a bell, but it just sounds reminiscent. You know what I'm talking about, like that striking—that striking sound, dun, mm-hmm. and then it goes in reverse after that whatever whatever instrument is creating that sound whether it's a guitar that's I just it was just a guitar? Yeah, it's probably just a guitar that has like a harmonic sound that maybe is bell-like. It kind of sounds like a bell to me, it always has. I don't know. Whatever. The point is it reminds me of there's a couple of Blink-182 songs that are known for having that organ underneath, damn it being the most mm. famous one. And then they'll often end with that organ note sustaining through the end and damn it again is one of the most famous examples that Wendy Clear is another one
1: this is gonna be David Park's favorite episode
0: (laughs) I was mentioning Blink 182 almost every week in like the first eight weeks or something and then the day the the one episode the first episode where I didn't mention Blink 182 I like tweeted it I'm like look out (laughs) folks here it comes
1: and yet you also give people a hard time every week when they're like the wannabe Blink 182 band reviews.
0: I'm not saying... I'm just teasing you, Dan. That they couldn't be influenced by Blink-22. We've seen... I saw either way, apparently, at the Orlando show that you were at, Tyson was playing a Tom DeLonge signature guitar. I didn't realize this until I posted footage of that, and then David Park commented, and he's like, oh, he's playing a Tom DeLonge signature, signature guitar. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> See? Everyone likes music everyone can like the same bands <laughs> i'm just saying when people are like this band is ripping off Blink." i don't think they're ripping off Blink 22
1: i was just trying to think about what's like another band that i really like that i could talk about all the time on the podcast now def
0: michael Buble. michael buble that's your favorite band
1: yeah no <laughs> That was high school Jessica's favorite singer. Right. Um, Not so much
0: anymore. Well, we talk about Lana Del Rey. I do do talk about Lana Del Rey a lot.
1: (laughs) All right. Fair. Carry on.
0: Well, why don't we get into your deep dive?
1: Okay. Sounds good. Well, this song ranked number 12 on the Odyssey Online's 12 Reliant K songs for college survival. Not not number one, mind you. (laughs) Number
0: 12. I don't even know if they have another song. What's number one?
1: High of 75. What? Here's their reasoning. From their Mm Mm-hmm album, this song is all about how the weather has been bipolar, and so have you.
0: Oh my gosh, it's like a genius annotation.
1: (laughs) This is for the times in college where the highs and lows are extreme, and there seems to be no in-between. Reliant K perfectly captures this feeling in this song. Yeah. Number two is Devastation and Reform. This song is for those days where you feel like you just cannot get it right and you keep making the wrong decisions. It's a good jam to get the aggression and frustration that comes with this life situations released. That comes with this life situations released. Sure. Three, crayons can melt on us for all I care.
0: It's our outro song.
1: Crayons can melt on us for all I Um, care. I
0: thought you said it weird on purpose. You said crayons.
1: Crayons can melt Crayons.
0: On crayons. Is that how you always say it? Say it again. Crayons. Now you said it right on purpose. You concentrated.
1: <laughs> crayons can melt on Yeah,
0: that's a weird song to be number three. I'm sorry. Number three. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Used to have a little bit of a southern accent. Not so much anymore, but yeah.
0: <laughs> What's that image? Because it looks like Fugazi. It's like all lit. like
1: It's it's hoops looks like from the underneath. instrument. It's hoops from underneath.
0: Okay. That's very spooky. <laughs>
1: uh, for times where you wasted your time in procrastination, that you wasted your time in procrastination. Like,
0: all, yeah, the, the, I mean, obviously, I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really understand how that's. I do understood how that's weird, but I didn't. I didn't go along with you on it. Yeah, it's like, oh man, college is really rough. Let me put on the the third best song that'll help me unwind. <laughs> And it's 10 <laughs> seconds long. It's like, oh, much better.
1: Four, I Need You. Five, Bite My Tongue. Six, Therapy. Seven, Sadie Hawkins Dance. Sadie Hawkins Dance. Number seven, though colleges don't do Sadie Hawkins, this is a good song to listen to when reminiscing about the good old cringy high school days. Eight, Mood Rings. A silly song about how people can be moody and it's hard to read how exactly someone is feeling. In college, you meet people from different backgrounds, different majors, and different moods. Okay, maybe it's just because of the kind of college that we went to. But the people that I met in college, I finally was like, oh, I found my people. Like, I felt so out of place with, like, everyone that I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to college and was like, now I, I found people who get me. And yeah. I get them. And it's great. April. <laughs> She's weighing in. She agrees. She's like, you stop. You didn't meet me in college. What are you talking about? Nine, trademark. Ten, gibberish. Eleven, air for free. This is a good song for the times when you just need rest and you can't get it. All right. And then 12, college kids. Just listen to it. Trust me. You need a good laugh.
0: Clickbait. (laughs) seems like clickbait to me. Seems like there wasn't a lot of real thought put into it. I don't know. We didn't read every accompanying paragraph. Yeah.
1: Number one should have been college kids. Yeah. I don't understand. Or at
0: least like number two.
1: Right. No, number one, Danny, I don't accept it. <laughs> Just don't. Um, so you and I love parody songs. We're both big Weird Al fans. Oh. You know, we spend a lot of our free time making up parody songs. I've been waiting for Usually this. about April. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, this week I found it's not... I have to, like, read the lyrics to you. Yeah, it's that's printed. what I assumed. But...
0: Because uh, I've been looking for parodies on YouTube every week and i never find them and i there's got to be one relying k parody out there well, i think one here time it is it's one time, called high school kids oh nice one time we did find a youtube video labeled relying k whatever song we were doing parody and it was just them lip-syncing the song yeah and acting goofy i'm like this isn't a parody, what a
1: parody is. <laughs>
0: andrew <laughs> needs to call up hope. with some more parody oh, that's right
1: So they say, I had this idea, strike me, my first visit here during class today to look at a friend's parody. Okay. This is on amiright.com. Making fun of music one song at a time since the year 2000. So I guess this is like if you're a place to come to post song parodies or something. I don't know. So this is by J.C. Reich. Someone please save us. Us high school kids, what my teacher told me is what I did. They said, shut your mouth and watch the science vid. But in the end, I just shut my eyelids. Okay. I'm in programming and the clock is reading 1019. I'm really glad I took that semester course in speed typing. It might not be so bad if I were a jock because they always seem to have a pretty girl pinned up against a locker in the hallways.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, disturbing imagery. Second of all, way too many syllables for that line. Yeah,
1: lost a little bit of the uh, the tempo there. Um, Oh no, not for me. Not for me. Who needs hooky when these classes are so easy? Oh, this parody. This parody. Cody, you owe me a freaking cookie. And just now I found that I have not learned something for my final, but it was from my midterm. So I guess I don't really need to pay attention. I can easily get by with an average memory retention. And that's why I say, oh no, not for me, not for me. Who needs hooky when these classes are so easy? Oh, this parody, this parody. Cody, you owe me a freaking cookie. Don't get yeah, into- a
0: universal concept for all <laughs> high schoolers when Cody owes them a freaking cookie.
1: Don't I guess this was written for their friend Cody? Maybe perhaps okay. that's the that's just I'm pulling that subtext out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get into an uproar or report my friend for truancy. There's a place for school. It's just not in my vicinity. There's a
0: place for school off of Ocean Avenue. <laughs> that's what I started thinking when you.
1: There's a place for school. It's just not in my vicinity.
0: It's where I used to sit and talk to you.
1: It makes me nauseous and really, really bored. I don't want to learn the nomenclature n- of a gourd. Nomenclature?
0: Nomenclature of, of a, a gourd. Cord?
1: Only three more weeks till summer. I, I've lost like where we are in the song.
0: That's okay. I don't know how much more it's worth going through.
1: Only three more weeks till summer, but I don't <laughs> think I'm getting dumber. What was that, Mr. Teach? I'm not typing anything.
0: This is like stream of consciousness. This is how parodies <laughs> work. Can you Imagine if it's like, I'm going to do a parody of, uh, of Party in the USA. And it's like, hey, everybody. I'm having a real crazy day. I went to school, and my grades were not what I expected. And next thing you know, the teacher's telling me, hey, what's the matter with you? And then you're reading, and you're like, this doesn't fit Party in the USA at all.
1: Okay, so don't get into an uproar or report my mind for truancy. There's a place for school. It's just not in my vicinity. It makes me nauseous and really, really, really bored. I don't want to learn the clatter, or whatever you said of a gourd <laughs> only three more weeks till summer but I think I'm getting dumber what was that Mr. Teach I'm not typing anything <laughs> uh, yep
0: teach and thing yep
1: only three more weeks till summer but I think I'm getting dumber they say I'm learning things but I'd prefer to daydream and at 312 get <laughs> the, the get out bell will ring <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's such a it's such a challenge to make this work.
1: And then it repeats the um, oh no not for me. Who needs hooky? I, that's not really how you would state that. Who needs hooky? You would. Who want needs hooky. to play hooky? Yeah. Like I don't ever think of hooky without the word play right. in front of it. And then you know back into someone please save us as high school kids. What my teacher says. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Watch is there, your there anything food.
0: else good? Because uh,
1: I do absolutely nothing but rot in this chair. Why do I have to be chained to it when my mind's out there? I do absolutely nothing but rot in this chair. I'll go take my SATs while you get GEDs. Sound fair.
0: While you get STDs. Sound fair. (laughs) I'm parodying the parody.
1: Apparently. Oh, I didn't actually scroll down to the bottom of this page. Right. So people okay. can vote on this. Oh, nice. And for pacing, out of 10 votes, people give it a 3.5 for pacing, a 3.7 for how funny, and an overall rating of 3.7.
0: That's crazy because the parody that I put on com like 15 years ago didn't get a single vote ever. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, so. so I'm familiar with dot Oh, you
1: are. Wait, I thought you were kidding.
0: Oh my my gosh. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) So here's the thing. I had these parody lyrics for She Has a Girlfriend Now by Real Big Fish going back probably 20 years. And like nothing to do with them because I can't play music. So I can't record a parody. Danny
1: sung this song to me. Yes. For years now. Yes. I had no idea it was published on the internet somewhere. Well, the thing was,
0: I forgot because like like I said, I couldn't record it. I didn't know what to do with it. And then one day I discovered amiright.com, but I forgot it was called amiright.com for the last 10, 15 years. And then when you said amiright.com has parodies, I'm like... I wonder, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I- I've looked for it because I've typed in. Is this
1: the only one you ever wrote? Am I going to come across one of you posted for Reliant K at some point in I time and this just is absolutely the, have my mind blown? I think blown? this
0: is the only one I ever wrote. But basically what happened was like, wow. I uploaded this to this website and I then I lost what the website was. Like, I didn't remember what it was called. I just found the parody, it was the parody site. And I looked, I googled in quotation marks, it's called She's Into Emo Now. And I'd looked, I'd looked for that song, and it never came up in Google results. I don't know why, but maybe my page wasn't indexed. Apparently, no one ever voted for my. I can't believe no one's voted for my song, ever. Man, do, do you want to? Apparently, I was wrong.
1: Do you want to? Do you want to read uh, your your lyrics, Dan? Uh,
0: at least, like, yes, I do want to read them. But at least <laughs> I found out that only. 790 people have ever looked at my page in two decades. Oh,
1: wow. That's still a lot.
0: (laughs) So, um, I don't know when, it doesn't say when I posted it, but, um, at the time I wrote it, this is my intro. I wrote, I wrote these parody lyrics about eight years ago, when the term emo and emo music hadn't degraded into the now more mainstream (laughs) use ...of referring to pseudo-goth dumbasses. <laughs> oh, this the, is, my, this oh, is MySpace. This, this is, so, is pre-MySpace, Danny. So... The kind of early emo scene I'm referring to in this parody is essentially artsy, pop, post-punk dumbassness. <laughs> See, I was ironic there. I, like, put the same dumbass. That's pretty funny. The kind of kids who wore Salvation Army sweaters, horn rim glasses, and listened to Jets to Brazil. I want to shoot myself in the head right now. (laughs) Not the kids today that wear all black, cut themselves, and listen to My Chemical Romance. Not cool, dude. No, I know. When they could just as easily be listening to Slipknot. (laughs) That's a pretty good observation, I think. It's in the lyrics. And this is not a Real Big Fish podcast, although... As I said, they sit right next to each other on my CD shelf, next to Reliant K. The lyrics are She's into emo now. She's into emo now. She's into emo now. She said, Ska, don't do no more for me. And the female part sings, You know it's dead now. You know that music is through. Whoa. The guy says, I said it's not dead, baby. I'll blow this horn till I'm blue. <laughs> I'm laughing because I like it myself <laughs> she oh this i this is pretty funny she said she found music that's meant to make her sad she said she found music that isn't just a fad this is she she don't need no rude boy to be her man she don't need no rude boy to be her man that's a pretty good line she don't need no rude boy to be her man
1: this is wonderful
0: uh she said she found oh yeah i read that. It's just a lot of repeats then, of what I, everything I just read. Uh, the bridge. Well, I never thought that you'd get so bored just because my band has horns. I'll mope around. I'll wear a frown, wear nothing but sweaters just for you. I had an alternate line where you say the actual line that goes there, where it says, "Even cut my penis off for you," mm-hmm. and then the girl would go, "Oh, that's the most emo thing of all." <laughs> but I just, I think I just, I'm only, I'm speaking for. Danny of 20 years ago and deciding that I probably didn't want to put the word penis in my song.
1: But you would use dumbass like... 2002! Three times.
0: I put this on online 2002. There's the year. Yeah, I would say dumbasses. Do so, we have to bleep
1: that out? How many bleepster are we up to now? Jeez. Well,
0: I don't know. I always say we bleep the swears when they're gratuitous. And although it might have been gratuitous when I wrote it, I am just repeating what was said 18 years ago.
1: I suppose that's true.
0: Um... And then I felt the need to put this in here, and this is good for David Park to hear because I said No, Real Big Fish is known to play a small portion of some unrelated song right before going into the breakdown that leads into the bridge. I'm such an <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> we're gonna delete that. <laughs> I like to think for this version of the song, it would be the chorus to the middle by Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> Copyright 2002, Daniel J Leary, MySpace.com/slash/DannyHatesMySpace.
1: <laughs> Did you? Have, was MySpace around in 2002? Did you have a MySpace then? I guess so. Wow, I thought that came out in like I don't know, four or five. Did you yeah, update it later? I might. I
0: must have updated it later, and I don't remember doing that. Wow. Copyright two thousand two. Do you have any
1: comments? Because no high school kids has comments. No,
0: I can't believe.
1: Man, I'm gonna have to mo- go make an account now just to give you some love.
0: Mm, no one likes me.
1: <laughs> well, no. be happy because you could have comments. Listeners like- <laughs>
0: shouldn't like me anymore either.
1: <laughs> you could have comments like this one from Fra- from Frankenhate. You smell.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. then
1: Jonathan S. said, Not bad. Interesting choice for an OSP to parody. Believe it or not, I've actually heard it. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm
0: just guessing from context. I think you're right.
1: And then J.C. Reich, who wrote the, the parody, wrote, Wow, comments. Woot. Thanks, John. I want to hug you all. You're mean, Mr. Franken-hate. <laughs> he then went on to write, Oh, that might have been someone else. I'm not really sure, because then it says J.C. Reich, the real one, in parentheses, uh, says, Thanks, me, number two. Which side of my subconscious do you dwell in? Matt Flora (laughs) wrote, Dude, shut up. RK underscore fan underscore forever said, This song was pretty bad. It didn't follow the original pacing at all in caps. Sorry. And then yearbook weirdo said, the hell is Cody I don't care but he owes me a cookie too yeah. so yeah that was wow I'm so excited that that this this rabbit hole led, led us to, to something to so eat.
0: personal and, yeah. and damaging <laughs> I'm, I'm so canceled <laughs> for that cut yourself line
1: I mean yes but also like that was
0: it was literally a fashion statement yeah it wasn't even it's a joke upsetting. like people would talk about it like it was like like, getting an earring. You
1: could have said, like, cry emo boy cry or something there, I guess, you know.
0: That's your phrase. I don't use that phrase. <laughs> you don't remember that phrase? I remember it's that upsetting. phrase. It's
1: all upsetting. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, so I did come across a review before I get there. Uh, Like, the really interesting-sounding stuff, like, a letter from brother to sister at college led to, yet again, Russian spam sites, and there was one that was bad boy band songs list that, again, just led to, uh, like, spying on your Apple phone messages and stuff, Uh so. Unfortunately, I might be being spied on now and also didn't actually get to read any of those interesting things. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, appropriately... We have a college review for this song, but yet again, stop me
0: if you've you've heard
1: it it before because it sounded familiar, but like a lot of these songs have similar talking points and like, like that the authors always like to hit on. So I'm not a hundred percent certain. Some of it sounded familiar and some of it didn't. Um, So yeah, I wasn't sure if we talked about this with any of the other uh, uh, three left notes. So, okay. From Baylor University, Reliant K has playful punk sound. This was published by Kevin Chandler, April 9th, 2003. With pop punk sounds and playful creative lyrics, Reliant K could become the next MXPX.
0: Yep. Yep. We did read this review before.
1: Did we for sure? Because some of the later parts did not sound. I mean,
0: maybe we skipped around depending on what song we discussed it on, but I 100% remember that first sentence.
1: All right. Well, just in case... Well, let's ex- go through it. Just in case everybody doesn't remember. We got new <laughs> listeners, and in a
0: way, every week, we're our own new listeners because <laughs> we don't remember what we've already talked yeah. about.
1: The thing is, is that I I do keep in my notes the links... And I could not find the link to this article. Oh. Now, the first few episodes we did, I was not keeping the links. Like, I just had right. tabs open and then I closed them. Was er- it was an the early song. episode. Yeah. So I mean, Because I, I don't could...
0: even think I'd fully mentioned I was MXPX Memes yet for anyone who didn't know that.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Um, I don't know
0: why I was like, <laughs> I need to keep that a secret.
1: Uh, their third CD, Two Lefts Don't Make a Right But Three Do, arrives on the heels of their highly acclaimed second album and could propel them to stardom. Reliant K spent more than a year touring and making a name for themselves all over the country. They've shared the stage with groups like Newfound Glory and Good Charlotte and play more than 200 shows a year touring with Switchfoot, Five Iron Frenzy, and the Orange County Supertones. I've seen all those tours. (laughs) They even recorded a song called Sadie Hawkins Dance for the TV show Smallville. They didn't record it for Smallville, (laughs) but all right. This is where it did not sound familiar to me because I don't remember talking about Smallville Uh, before. No,
0: maybe not. I would absolutely remember that. It was just a very similar first sentence. Because
1: I did not know. This was news to me that this was used on Smallville. That was not news to me.
0: I remember the night it was on Smallville or the weeks leading up to it. There was, like, message chatter on Reliant K message boards, maybe on their official website. Don't remember exactly where it was because it's a pre-Twitter social media world. Do you remember Somehow what season? It, mm, early. Because I re- I have a very, very vivid, clear memory of, like, walking around the house. S- my sister is watching Smallville because she watched all the WB shows. And thinking, do I want... Even though I was Superman, I was still like, it's still a, it's still a WB show. I don't really want to watch it. <laughs>
1: smallville was like my favorite show for a while i
0: think i only watched the first two seasons though
1: i'm not really sure when i stopped it was definitely very early on though right
0: and i think i remember because every episode i don't know if these things these little i'm sure these little bumpers were not saved when you watch it on netflix or on dvd but when smallville would end from what i when i would see it There'd be a little bumper at the end that'd be like tonight's episode featured music by My Chemical Romance, and it would show the cover of the album and like go out and get the album. And then I yeah, because I remember not wanting to watch the episode because I just didn't want to hang out with my sister watching CWWB. (laughs) And then, but I was way waited for the end of the episode because I wanted to see that bumper. With Reliant K, but they did not have that bumper. They did not say tonight's episode featured music by Reliant K and then show the album cover.
1: Yeah, they used to do that. And then they would also, and I I don't believe that they do it anymore Uh because I still watch some CW shows. But for a while there, they had like a pop-up thing underneath. Over the image that told you what song you were listening to. And I'm like, we already have like Shazam and things (laughs) like that. I don't need you to tell me. (laughs) Okay, so they even recorded a song called Sadie Hawkins Dance for the TV show Smallville. And their song Press On was used in Big Air Freestyle for Nintendo GameCube. Reliant K's last album, *The Anatomy of the Tongue-in-Cheek*, was a big hit, topping the Contemporary Christian Music magazine charts and reaching the Billboard Top 40 Heat Seekers chart. Two Left should have the same amount of success. Reliant K consists of Matthew Teeson on guitar and lead vocals, Matthew Hoops on guitar and background vocals, Brian Pittman on bass, and Dave Douglas on drums and Can background vocals. Can you repeat vocals. all that? I
0: didn't. I missed. I missed that info. Repeat that for me. <laughs> well, I, just kidding. You, you might. Don't. You
1: might know in a minute, Dan, because all of whom hail from, you know where, Canton,
0: Ohio. But wait, what, as a group, what gender would you describe them as being from Canton, Ohio?
1: You know, they didn't go into that, so I'm a little, con- I'm confused, you know, now.
0: Well, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure of their pronoun, but I'm assuming that they're the boys from Canton, Ohio. <laughs>
1: Their sound is very similar to a lot of other popular punk bands. The listener will hear what sounds faintly of Blink 182, then a good Charlotte rhythm, and finally a newfound glory harmony. With pop punk on the rise, it is very easy to make comparisons, Is it? But Reliant Case <laughs> still has no- apparently it is, uh, but Reliant Case still has enough talent and originality to stand out in the crowd of new artists. I would not say that they have rhythm like Good Charlotte.
0: No, because rhythm. Good Charlotte has a very particular rhythm. It
1: does, and it's not this. No, not at all. Um, I'm trying to think of who. Simple Plan wouldn't also wouldn't be a good comparison, but no, it's definitely they don't sound like Good Reliant, Charlotte. No,
0: because Relying K doesn't have an actual pop punk rhythm no not, that's no, part of the reason why we always go back and forth on debating whether or not pop punk is an appropriate yeah not until, label mm-hmm. for their music yeah
1: during mm-hmm, you can definitely argue that but i'm yeah not during this era no with pop punk on the rise, it is very easy to make comparisons, but Relyon K still has enough talent and originality to stand out in the crowd of new artists. Their music is generally full of playful lyrics about growing up in relationships. They also do something with their song Gibberish that is truly unique. The entire chorus is composed of nonsense words, r- rhythmed and put to a catchy harmony. It actually sounds pretty good, but good luck trying to learn the words the song that should resonate with my college
0: thank you for wishing me good luck
1: (laughs) the song that should resonate with many college students is college kids where they talk about the struggles of college life and how useless it is to
0: have have a degree and
1: (laughs) (laughs) how useless it was to them yeah Uh, All in all, there's not much one can have against Reliant K, but don't expect a meaningful spiritual journey. Those looking for music to bob along to, pick up two lefts, make a right. Don't make a right, but three do.
0: All just such contradictions between different (laughs) reviewers. Like, don't expect a deep spiritual journey. And then you read another one, it's like, this is too Christian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Classic. Well interesting i'm no i don't think we ever did read that review before so thank you for finding that well we do have a bunch of covers all right and we had one sent to us specifically
1: all right by
0: uh so last year the band so last year this is from logan specifically he said thanks for making me a part. he told me you know what songs you guys doing soon because i'd like to record a cover or two and I said what we were doing. And he said, Thanks for making me part of the podcast. Reliant K was one of my first cassettes someone gave me. Mm. So they were and are a huge influence on my writing. In the Instagram, oh, uh, and then he says, When you post an Instagram, please uh, tag So Last Year ROC. Nice. And so here is the cover by So Last Year.
3: Someone, please save us college am to Dave Matthews Band. My girlfriend's at another school, I know this year we'll test her. I called, found out she had three other her boyfriends last semester. And that's why I say
0: Nice. Good there was stuff. so was much sh- sorry. <laughs> Jessica started eating popcorn sorry, no, while the song sorry. was playing.
1: That was great. I started like headbanging along. I like his voice. I like
0: it's a the, So first of all, there weren't a I don't think I found many full band covers already on the internet. So that's great that we got a like a full band cover. Yeah. Not to mention that it had d- different parts. It had a little different sections. Like the yeah. first part, I don't know if they just it just developed that way but it almost sounds like a weird little r&b tinge that first part with the electric drum
1: and it felt a little like uh, like praise and worshipy i like yeah it was like praise and worship
0: mixed with r&b yeah but it wasn't even and then it gets into the regular rock section and then it gets into some like easy core type stuff because he's like singing harmonies but then they're doing like the breakdown part towards the end that was really cool It was good stuff yeah i liked it also i did not edit it down they just kept it short and sweet they just did like You know, one verse, one chorus.
1: Nice. That was great. Send in more covers. That's awesome.
0: Well, I gave them our list for the next couple weeks. So hopefully we'll get more covers from so last year. So another person who does a lot of... This is a full band cover. Hmm. And someone who does a lot of Reliant K covers is P1K. Oh, yeah. Who I called PK1 last time. (laughs) So I just want to correct that for anyone who went looking for them. Here's P1K's YouTube cover of College Kids.
3: Someone, please save us. School, I know this year will test I she had three last That's why I say, Oh, uh, no,
0: you that's good. I like that. I, that's probably the lesser p1k cover that i've heard so far
1: have i mentioned this about p1k before Where i was like oh man that intro part sounds so like the loungeliers
0: maybe like, there's of someone like you said sounded Casio, like the loungeliers yeah, before and maybe? it's also funny that both cover both covers we had, had so far they decided to do a different sort of yeah funny take beat on the opening part and both differently but I didn't like the I didn't like the two notes that they did the, like ding ding. I didn't mm-hmm. like the tone on P1K's mm-hmm. guitar in that case. Uh, let's see. Then here's a weird one. Here's a weird cover. <laughs> okay. This is by a band called <laughs> Ferret Fishing. Ferret Fishing. Okay. Ferretfishing.com, Ferretfishing.bandcamp.com, and what's very strange about this album is I thought this was a joke at first. Okay. It's called it's called ferret fishing. The band's called Ferret Fishing. The album is called Basically Live. Um, I want to find his description of the album. I guess I got to click back into the album. But basically, he apparently he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. And um, what's odd about this is he says basically he got drunk and played a show. I mic'd myself up when I got drunk with some people in an empty venue. And saying, and then I don't understand what he means by this. I know what the phrase means, but I got with some people in an empty venue and saying butt rock covers. Oh, the covers are butt rock songs, and saying butt rock covers of some songs. What does that mean? That is, I don't know exactly what it means. It's almost like um, the way I can't quite describe it is like how some people get yacht rock wrong. Okay. You know, I. It's like, guys who sing like this. Oh, It's like, I I don't know if Pearl Jam counts, but Pearl Jam would be one. It's basically like the post-classic rock. Like Creed? Creed would probably be considered that. Hold on, let's take a look. Urban Dictionary. We have to take a little sidestep from ferret fishing.
1: Let's take a look. It's on the internet. (laughs) It's Urban Dictionary.
0: Urban Dictionary. Um, originating oh yeah, originating in the mid-90s, butt rock is comprised of rapsy vocals similar to Pearl Jam, Creed, or Nirvana, backed with radio-friendly guitar riffs, drum beats, and basic bass lines. Okay. Yeah, so that's what that means. Later bands include Nickelback, Seether, <sighs> Theory of a Dead Man, Three Doors Down, okay. Breaking Benjamin, Stained, Puddle of Mud, Three Days Grace, Five Finger Death Punch, a lot of numbers. Three I, doors.
1: I definitely would not categorize Reliant K as that said.
0: No, no, no. But what he's saying is, oh. and this is true now that I understand this, he's going to do the song in this 90s oh, butt rock style. Okay. I guess the phrase may become, come from that it sounds like they are got their butts real tight while they're singing or something. I don't really understand. <laughs> um, but what's odd about this cover, and we'll start it now, is that when you hear it, The people are applauding as he starts. So I thought it was like a joke. I thought like he went in post and added some fake applause. Like who's actually really excited to watch ferret fishing? Who's ferret fishing? Is he popular in Scranton? I don't understand. So here he also does a cover of Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. Nice. uh, A mouse rat song. He does. He covers real friends and the story so far he does the frosty he just says frosty the snowman for some reason here's his cover of college kids and it ends his album
2: someone please save us us college kids what my parents told me is what i did they said go to school and be a college kid for I question why I did. I'm poor, I'm starving. I'm flat broke. I've got no cash to spend. Sell all my books from road tickets to Dave Matthews, fam.
0: <laughs> Jessica was making faces. She doesn't like it. I like he's I, he's playing a character yeah. of a 90s yeah. rocker. But then you hear that applause at the beginning and I'm like, how I guess they all just know what the song... Either it's fake, it sounds really fake, but when you listen to other songs in the album like I did, uh-huh. no one bursts out into applause like that. So I'm like, huh. did, did his... Or are they his friends? They got together to make this album together. He needed, like, he paid some people, asked some people to come and be his crowd for this sort of pseudo-fake live album. It's really strange. I love the harm- the harmonic guitar chords in there. Did you hear that? How there's like yeah. a heart like he's added a little extra on one of the strings to make this extra harmonic resonation or something whatever. I can tell it's there on the on the chords. Love that. Vogels he's playing a character. It's supposed to be dumb. I wish he kind of could have done a sincere vocal
1: take. yeah. Yeah, your baby is not in love with any better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get that. Here is Amelia Lidstrom on YouTube. I don't remember, I didn't write a note on what this sounds like, so let's check it out.
2: Someone, please save us, us college kid.
0: That feels like a very schizophrenic cover.
1: Is she singing with herself or are there other people singing with her? I think there's
0: someone else singing with her, but...
1: Like, did she just record herself multiple times? very.
0: I feel like Amelia is very talented. Yes. But I feel like it was schizophrenic in that at times it sounds like June Carter Cash. It sounds like old country, but then in other times it sounds like a pop punk guy singing on right. the back of the bus on yeah. War Tour. <laughs> and obviously, then it sounds like they're female.
1: I like that she did not so, change those pronouns. Yeah, that Good was fun. For you. Yeah.
0: I always think that's cool when you do not change pronouns to the hetero matching of whatever you're singing as. Yeah. Um, you just leave all the words exactly as they are. There's a lot of, there's a bunch of covers. There's a lot of guitar covers. There's a couple of bass covers and drum covers. Not a bass cover, sorry. Just drum covers. Um, and we're going late, so let's see if I can pick one more. There's a Piano Dreamers. You can kind of. Mm-hmm. Every I only do Piano Dreamers every once in a while. Here is Going Spaceward. I wrote very high energy acoustic. One more acoustic, and then we'll check out some music videos. Nice.
3: Someone please save us as college kids What my parents told me is what I did They said go to school and be a college kid But in the end I question why I did I'm poor, I'm starving, I'm flat broke, I got no cash to spend Sell all my books for front row tickets to Dave Matthews Band My girlfriend's at another school, I know this year will test her I called, found out she had three other boyfriends that semester And that's why I say oh no
0: That's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Especially when in the world of acoustic covers, of which it's a giant world to actually hear yeah. someone picking up the pace and yeah. matching the original song, like all of the dashboard and worship style covers that are slowed down on acoustic guitar. I love hearing someone actually match the energy of the original song, but on acoustic. That's fantastic. I love that. Did I say his name? I don't remember. <laughs> Going spaceward on YouTube. Still, many other covers, and if you want to sign up at Patreon.com/sadiehawkinspod, you can get access to my notes and see any covers we didn't talk about. Uh, so let's look at some other videos, and then we'll go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to break up the. I always call it. I used to call it weird stuff. Then I felt like that was mocking of the people who put effort into their things, so I called it the fan stuff. I had to split fan stuff off into a subsection called "literal FMVs" because there are dozens and dozens of literal FMVs, and what I—I don't think any of—I don't think one particular one, maybe, but I don't think any particular one is worth necessarily watching right now. Okay. But what I might—what I'll do later. Ship.
1: You got any ship videos?
0: I don't think so. But what I'm going to do later is I'm going to just edit together a supercut of all the different places in the country where people showed how they were selling their books for our front- tickets to <laughs> oh, Dave Matthews band oh, no. and yes. how they were using calligraphy to make a fake degree. Awesome. Cause by the 80th time I was seeing that again, I was like about to lose my mind. Um, there was one in here that was pretty cursed. I don't know if that's <laughs> worth watching. There's a bunch in here where they got like... I don't
1: think we've seen a Curse video in a while.
0: No, I'll see if I can find it. You
1: know what else we haven't had in a while? A uh, a female vocal cover that's in that style that I like.
0: Oh, yeah. That sort of Lana Del Rey-esque yes. style, yeah. <laughs> I will have to figure out who that was that time. That was an early episode where someone did a Lana Del Rey... Oh, she even yeah. did a Lana Del Rey cover when yeah. you looked at the rest of her channel.
1: Yeah, I saved her channel somewhere. I gotta go look for that.
0: Yes, yeah, so you know what? I'm not gonna bother... Watching any of these... Oh, here's the cursed one. Here's the cursed one. I'll just play the cursed one for you. This is uploaded by Ooh. Rhino 2019. Oh, not only... It has cursed... It's a cursed Alex. name. Rhino <laughs> R-Y-N-O 2019. Which is funny that their name is 2019 when this video was uploaded in 2008. Huh. I wonder wow. if they... Or they changed their name like this year. Uh, 261 views 11 years ago. This college kids video... Now, it has cursed aspects, but it's not actually a fully cursed video. Jessica, you have to see how this video begins. This is
1: the second time this episode you've referred to it as being 2019.
0: Whatever. (laughs) I wish it was 2019. (laughs) We all wish it was 2019.
1: Everybody wanted it to... Oh, wow. He
0: looks like Napoleon Dynamite, a
1: little bit.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you saying everyone wanted it what?
1: Everybody wanted it to be 2020, and then 2020 <laughs> came around, everybody's like, oh no, we didn't know what we were asking for. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay, here, here's the curse aspects. Now they're in the creepy, creepy basement. Oh wow. With oh the... my gosh. What? But now, watch this, watch this, watch this. He's playing a fake drum kit. It's going to happen any second. There they go. They're on oh, a raft. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're using like oh paddles gosh. and stuff. There they go. Oh, wow. They're on a literal Whoa. raft floating in a river, pretending yeah. to rock out as a full band.
1: It's so like Tom Sawyer Huck Finn, but <laughs> like is.
0: oh, like is it a gracious. section of dock? Is it like a floatable section of dock or something that they cut off? Yeah, the basement stuff. And now is they're back so in the basement. Cursed. So cursed. Oh my gosh, this guy's shirt is cursed. It cuts back and forth between like a river, like it's the film Mud
1: <laughs> with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh wow this is that was kind of a cool effect they had it yeah. like at that like very boy band early 2000s like
0: yeah hot white points yeah. with reversed uh, with uh, inverted colors yeah. so yeah that's the only one i felt like really watching but i'll make a super cut of all the different literal aspects of people's videos a couple there were a couple that i almost put in the literal video sec, video section but they were actually like people's memories from the past year. Like they were about oh. to graduate high school or college, or they just started high college, and they're like they made a little personal music video set to that footage. Um, That's fun. Oh, there's a Club Penguin music video. You know, familiar with Club Penguin, where um, you're a little isometric penguin running around. It sounds a little world familiar. It's, it's a Disney thing, and you can like type messages, and then a little speech bubble pops above you. Well, kids would go around and type in lyrics to songs, capture the footage, and then edit together a little a lyric video. Okay. Set to the footage of their Club Penguin thing. Okay. Where they're saying the words. This guy, this kid, however old he was at the time, <laughs> cheated and just used screen caps. <laughs> Didn't take actual footage of his game, so it's not, I'm not even playing that or crediting that Club Penguin person because they totally cheated. I've seen Club Penguin videos for MXPX and stuff. And you're supposed to have footage of Club Penguin, <laughs> where your little penguin is saying the words of the song. Pretty obvious. There's a uh, Monsters University AMV. That makes okay, sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Monsters totally University, sense. the Pixar movie. Yep. But this one it gets this one's fun for a second because uh, here you go. So it's we saw this in the theater together. This is one of the few animated movies I could get you to go to. I saw um, the
1: first one in the theater, too.
0: Yeah. So I'm skipping forward to the end. Almost there. Almost there. So Monsters University, all footage from the movie Monsters University by uh-huh. Pixar. Oh,
1: And what?
3: then,
0: And then, oops, oops, I missed it. <laughs> okay, here you go. Okay. So finally, Sully and Mike like each other and psalm three, four four, 34, four, i sought the lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears
1: i sought the lord and the lord won
0: I, sought the, I get that actually that's a pretty good psalm for today for the world right now i sought the lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears psalm 344 I just was like, I'm watching a Pixar music video and all of a sudden it just smash cuts to a psalm. And I was like, oh, okay. Is that the psalm your mom was telling you to go read? Oh, maybe. The other day. Oh my gosh, let's go take a look. My mom was calling (laughs) me during all of this craziness in the world. And she's like, which I'm kind of like deciding not to name in our podcast because I want to be fun and Reliant K-based. But she called me and she's like, let me read you this psalm. And I'm like, okay, mom, thank you. Read me the psalm. And then Jessica like didn't hear what I was saying over the phone, and she's like, well, "Are you okay? What's the matter? What'd you say?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine." And then as I'm saying, "No, Jess, I'm fine," my mom's like, "No, no, stop! Listen, because <laughs> like I'm interrupting her." Like, mom. I'm saying and telling my wife that I'm okay. You can read your psalm now. Because
1: <laughs> I was in the shower and he had he was like, I think that Danny's initial reaction to her being like, I'm going to read you the psalm. He was like, oh, right. Or something like that. And I heard Danny <laughs> Not- in what sounded like distress. And so I had been oh. in the shower and I came out and I was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? What's going on? And he was just like waving me off. And I was like, oh, okay. I see you're on the phone.
0: Not that she was... Wanting to read me a psalm, but the manner in which she called and the aggressive nature (laughs) in which she needed to update me on stuff. And then it starts and then she goes into I want to read you a psalm. I'm like, "Okay." no, her psalm was Psalm 91, 9 through 11. This is much longer than the one from the Mike and Sully uh, video. Because thou hast made the Lord, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge even the most high, thou habitation, I'm having trouble with this one, there shall be, there leave all this in, because (laughs) thou hast made the Lord, I don't know what translation this is, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, so I guess God is your home, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling for he hath give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways okay i totally get it but i this kind of translation isn't for me you're uh, gonna have the
1: theologians hitting us up danny like you got it wrong
0: <laughs> well i guess the idea is where's the kids bible God version is your i love the
1: kids bible versions of, of things
0: I could go to multi- I could go to some website that'll give me other.
1: We're good. What was the what was the Mike and, and Sully one again? I like that one.
0: Psalm 34:4. This is the most Bible verses we've ever quoted on our Christian <laughs> podcast. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Both of those work, yeah. So, I don't know if we can uh top that after we quote some bible verses top, top that we'll top that i mean there is a tiny tunes amv which oh. was like right up my alley tiny yeah. Toons is just like how sonic the hedgehog was my lord of the rings tiny tunes <laughs> tiny tunes was my animaniacs <laughs> and teenage
1: mutant ninja turtles the first live action movie was your star wars that's right it yeah. was yeah
0: the first ninja turtle live action movie was my star wars um yeah so i think we're good <laughs> okay <laughs> This was in some motocross video game and I heard you mention that it was in some other video game as well. But or some other song. Uh, in no, that... that was pressing on. Okay. So it's in some motocross video game. Sweet. And I saw it come up once in a while <laughs> and I was confused. Because a number of people were like, Oh, it's called MX Unleashed. A number of people oh, yeah. when I'd see comment, I'd be looking at people's YouTube comments. I would for see this song yeah. and they'd say, MX Unleashed, who's here for MX Unleashed? And I'm like, what is that? Is that some MXBX thing that I'm not familiar with? No,
1: I did see that somewhere. It didn't show up in the deep dives, but I saw it somewhere previously. So there's a
0: I think it's PS two game called MX Unleashed. Nice. So we'll be live streaming MX Unleashed. <laughs> we do have our, our PlayStation quarantine. too. We do. Do we have it in the house or is it the storage unit? Is that an essential unit? reason to leave the house, is to go to the storage unit to get our PlayStation 2? Uh, That's
1: right. Everybody out there, stay safe. Yep. Practice social distancing and keep yourself safe and everyone else around you. Unless, of course, you're listening to this podcast in the future and you're like, social distancing, what's that? Social distancing, not quite yet.
0: I get that. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to steal that for a meme. Okay, go for it. Oh, four zero two nine five Sadie Sadie HawkinsPot at gmail.com Sadie Hawkins on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you later. We just wasted 104 minutes of your life Oh no, everybody's booing <laughs>